0: What's up, everybody? And welcome to a special Team Chat Podcast episode. Well, I mean, it's not like we're doing anything I mean, it's not crazy, really but it's, like, it's a special time of year. It's like Christmas in June it is. because it's summer showcase time. We can't call it E3 season anymore because that's gone. But hey, we're here to talk about some of our, the, our favorite releases that have come out from the uh, big showcases from the last week, such as Summer Games Fest, Xbox, Devolver, and Ubisoft. I know there are others, but we're two people and we can't get to them a all. Lot. But
1: we <laughs> already covered a little bit from Summer Games. Yeah, we did show. Last...
0: That's true. We did
1: not a not a ton, not but a ton. like we hit a bunch of the highlights there. But damn, the Xbox Showcase and the Devolver Showcase and the Ubisoft Forward, which I did not watch, but the Xbox One alone was jam-packed with stuff. stuff. A lot of stuff. There was way more in there than I was expecting. So when I was actually going over the list of games that actually caught my eye and that I was interested in, combined with the big triple-A titles that everybody's excited about. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, there's actually a lot to talk about here, so we should definitely do a little decompressing, a little recap. Yeah, yeah, a
0: little recap of all the information. So that's exactly what we're going to do on this episode of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Bonjourno. And uh, yeah, we're here to talk about all that stuff we just already said. So you can catch new episodes of the show over on uh, podcast services around the World Wide Web, as well as watch a video version of each episode over on our YouTube channel. Links for all that are in the description below you can also find us on social media at facebook twitter and instagram you can also join our discord server where we have a lot of great conversations when we're not here recording the show and finally if you'd like to help make the show bigger and better just like some of our other patrons who have gone over to patreon.com slash team chat podcast and those cool folks are super saiyan ace Elise. F, Erica L, Zach S, Mariah S, Susan M, James K, Michael B, Andrew M, Michael S, and Brandon W. Like I said, that if headed over to patreon.com slash team chat podcast, where's for as little as a dollar a month, They've supported the show, and in return, we you, they get cool perks, like getting the episodes early before their general Thursday release and access to a private channel on our Discord server, the Rogues Gallery. If you can't support the show monetarily, that's no big deal. We totally understand, and there are other free ways that you can do it, like ri- telling your friends, writing us a review, subscribing and liking wherever you're listening to or watching the episodes. All that good stuff helps get the good word of Team Chat Podcast out there. And for that, we're eternally grateful and love each and every one of our viewers, listeners, and patrons alike.
1: Heart, Heart emoji, emojis, smooches, oh XOXO. God. But without
0: further delay, we got all Jesus that. Jared, I'm sorry, I felt down. aggressive. So sorry, that <laughs> did feel a little aggressive. But without further delay, we have a lot of game stuff to talk about. So why don't we go ahead and just jump right in? Let's just um, dive
1: right in. You know, I know,
0: I know. We usually always like to say like we're only just going to talk about the games we really want to talk about. But you know what? <laughs> There's still a lot of stuff that we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually make Whoa. this a little wireless mouse action here so we can do this. Oh, this is so much easier.
1: Gosh, we're living in the third century, are um, we? Uh,
0: I don't know. Is this? It's the fucking twentieth
1: century. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like 3,000. Oh, Everybody
0: oh, ignore that. <laughs> Buck Rogers the <laughs> 24th and a half century. No, that's all right. Oh, but anyway, boy. so we have uh, the first one up was the Bing Summer Games Fest hosted yeah. by Jeff Keeley. Like you said, we Bobby did Jeff. touch a lot of stuff that was already on it because I think a lot of the stuff we had seen all Already in the PlayStation showcase yes. a little bit, such as, well, I guess this one was actually new. The Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, the remake, is getting its second part. Uh, early next year yeah. so that's exciting and
1: by second part what we really mean is game entirely two. <laughs> game two <laughs> yeah. the, the wild thing about that, that that announcement that I just wanted to touch on it specifically said on like the title card two discs it's two. gonna have two di- I'm buying it Physi- <laughs> physical copy you just jail. gotta have those two I discs I just gotta yeah. have those fucking two discs
0: it, it throws you back to th- the Legend of Dragoon as days.
1: a Legend of Dragoon Stan and somebody that had the three discs from Final Fantasy 7 originally ah. I actually still own those it's like yes, more of that. Put it on the two discs. (laughs) So I was very jazzed to see that it apparently has enough content to warrant warrant two discs. I, I can't imagine what they've done with it because if you haven't played the first one no big spoilers but there is a notable departure from the original game at the end of a final fantasy 7 remake Ooh. so it really left the door open to some crazy new stuff to happen in the next installment of the remake series so tldr it still looks absolutely beautiful it's probably going to be incredible and it's on fucking two discs so <laughs> who can say no to that
0: you know another great game that came on two discs
1: final fantasy 8
0: red dead redemption 2. Oh.
1: <laughs> really it was the two
0: disker how about them apples uh i think this one was actually very exciting i yes, saw I um, sonic superstars again we're not hitting every game these yeah. are the ones that like really jumped out to us some of them we might hit in our and when we talk about other ones so if you're looking at a list being like wait a minute you skipped a lot of big ones well you just just hold on just, we'll get just there
1: horses,
0: huh? but sonic superstars This looks really fun. 2D Classic Sonic.
1: It's a beautiful 2D Classic Sonic. I've never been a big Sonic fan. I'm still not to this day. The only Sonic I care about, and this is not a meme, is Sonic R, (laughs) the terrible PC racer game that had the single greatest soundtrack of any Sonic game Ever oh I Uh, I have we talked about it before I've definitely posted some of them in the Discord before but I'll have to post the greatest hits because your mind will be blown Uh, anyway so I've never been a big fan of Sonic but this caught my interest because it's multiplayer up to four people and it very much gave me vibes of the more recent uh, 2D Mario games Mm -hmm. that allow for up to four players so I feel like this has some good potential to be like a really fun co-op game.
0: I, I've, like, Sonic is not a game that I have touched in a very long time. But it was one that I, like, growing up, my cousin had it. Uh, some other friends had it. So when I'd go to their houses and play it. And there is just something about it. I think it is one of the ones that, like... The, the art of the original is just still so bright and colorful anyway. I think that like really sticks with you. The, the sound like the, the, the sounds of him. The soundtracks good. are always great but also the sound effects like his uh, coin sound I, maybe not as iconic as like the Mario coin sound but still it's right up there. I don't know. When you I the sound is like,
1: kind of like more. Because
0: you hear it more it's like <laughs> That's what I said <laughs> in the Discord when this one came up I was like oh man I want to play this game so the bad Thunder. but I'm going to have to watch it on mute because Fender's going to be over there going like ah!
1: Fender would have a stroke.
0: <laughs> See, noises like that sometimes scare him. Oh, poor and, Fender. Poor, poor boy. He's a poor but, boy, but yeah. But still, I was like, oh man, uh, classic Sonic brought into the modern era with the fresh 3D graphics. Yeah. Yes, please. I can I'm get all on about board it.
1: With that, so so, congration, Sonic team.
0: Uh, we got some Alan Wake 2 gameplay, which looks. I mean, I, I know we're like excited about this one but not like it's not like top of our list
1: it's not top of my list but I will say even before this trailer I was already pretty sold on it. right I don't think this is going to be a day one buy for me Same. but I did I, I really need to go back and finish the first game I liked the story that the first game was going for the, the little bit that I did manage to finish but the gameplay was so painful that I just kind of gave up on it yeah. and this was the remake by the way so I really think that where this game could really grab people is with good gameplay
0: Play. the modern <laughs> mechanics
1: i have no doubt that the story is going to be incredible right. you know just based on what remedy has done in the past with control and obviously with alan wake one yeah i mean that is the good that is yeah. the thing
0: you have the pedigree of oh yeah cont- of remedy games behind this so we know
1: these people can write out the ass oh yeah so i'm not worried about that it's just the gameplay that i'm like <laughs> oh
0: god please <laughs> let it be easy but they were saying it's going to take a slight departure because you're going to have two playable characters yeah. instead of one so that'll be interesting to see for fans of the series uh let's see skipping down a few there were also a few in here that i was just like i, I just could care less yeah. um getting more lord of the rings another game okay now here is one though that we were both very excited about and i think we were both equally disappointed that it wasn't <laughs> what we thought the game was gonna be but there came up a trailer from don't Dod, and it looked like it was gonna be vampire 2 i was feeling it, yeah, it i was like did. this is it and i was so excited yeah. It's not. Spoiler alert. It's not. It's not
1: Vampire (laughs) 2. it's called
0: uh, Banisher's Ghosts of New Eden. And it's going to be a new action RPG, again, from Don't Nod, Creators of Vampire, Life is Strange, stuff like that. So again, we know they can tell a good story. And we know that they can do good writing and all that stuff. And honestly, like the gameplay of Vampire was fantastic. I was
1: about to say, like, this is an action RPG, which is obviously a a, a departure from what people know them for Life is Strange. Right. But we both, except for that one fight (laughs) with your sister, except for that one fight with the sister, (laughs) we both pretty consistently enjoyed the combat. Yeah. So I would say that the mechanics of Vampire were not anywhere near as bad as some early reviews made them out to be. I thought it was a perfectly fine game. Mm -hmm. This is years after Vampire. Oh, yeah. So I can imagine that they've probably only I would hope that they have only made progress on making even better and more engaging combat so I feel like the story seemed really interesting it stars like yeah it seems spooky so it stars this uh, man who's just like a normal dude I mean it looks kind of like it might take place It kind of felt like that's what I
0: was thinking like 1800s yeah. early 1900s is by look of it just because that's again is what made me be yeah. like this is vampire too.
1: We'll, we'll put it this way it didn't look like modern times. It right. looked like industrial age slash yes. Victorian age uh, but it's this normal looking man and then what appears to be his ghost wife. Yeah. And it's like who are you ghost lady. <laughs> so I guess that's the ghosts of New Eden in question but it's sort of like okay what's going on here. Why is one of them a ghost and the other ones a normal dude and yeah. what's the story going to be like. So. I'm actually low-key pretty hyped
0: about that I am, one. too. This yeah. is one that's very high on my list. I want to keep an eye on it, see how it goes with the development. Because, I mean, oh, also, too, uh, which I hope that they follow up for this one, is Vampire also had a kick-ass soundtrack from... Oh, oh yeah, it Olivia. Did. Oh, I'm going to butcher his name. I apologize. But Olivia... Uh, De, De I can't. I I'll have to look that up. But anyway, incredible soundtrack. I apologize. I know I butchered that name. Uh, but this say, one looks great. Says it's going to have a haunting atmosphere, yeah. featuring combat against ghosts, wolves, and other apparitions. I
1: wonder if your ghost wife will be like a little offended that you're killing her people. Uh, Maybe we'll it depends if they've, if
0: they've if they've uh, you know wronged her already or not. Now so we'll I will say
1: see. I wouldn't be half as interested in that game if it wasn't from the vampire team. Yeah, like if it weren't coming from the people that made Vampire, which was a total sleeper hit for both of us yes I don't think that trailer would have had me as interested as it does
0: yeah for sure uh, we did get the next Keanu Reeves moment <laughs> we had Nicholas Cage showed up so for Dead weird. by Daylight which <laughs> cool I
1: will say that I was surprised about his on stage presence because I thought he did a really good job yeah I thought that his you know just demeanor was really engaging a lot of the times when they get ma- you know mainstream celebrity like that Al Pacino thing yeah a lot of the times those fall so flat and this one felt like okay Cage. this cage you kinda felt like
0: k- kind of like Keanu Reeves like you felt like he was like oh I understand what this is and I understand like this is a big thing like you know uh, again Al Pacino was there at, that was game awards when he introduced he
1: was just presenting
0: an actor he best was presenting actor an award, and yes. then he had to stand there while Christopher Judge did his like oh seven minute accepted <laughs> speech so Somebody funny. bring out a chair. It was rough. But still, it's like, but no, but it's oh kind boy. of like, you know, Keanu Reeves and Nicolas Cage, like, they were both there and they were kind of like, oh, yeah, like, we get what, what we're here for. We understand this medium. Honestly, I'm shocked Nicolas Cage hadn't been in a video game before.
1: Yeah, it kind of, it seems pretty par for the course for him. He's always been more willing to do the... uh the unconventional stuff, like, to put I mean, it lightly. I mean, granted,
0: this is a survival horror game, yeah. but still... And he's just a
1: cameo character. I right. mean, it's not like he, you know, is acting out his ass in Dead by Daylight.
0: Sure. <laughs> and it's not like he's even playing somebody else. He's playing himself Nick yeah. Cage. It's honestly like he started explaining it, and I was like, wait, so this is just the horror version of... the unbearable unbearable weight of massive talent it
1: really is
0: (laughs) (laughs) because it's like the same thing he's playing like himself goes to a movie set and things go wrong uh so i thought that was pretty interesting and pretty entertaining but still uh very fun uh let's see going on down here in the summer games fest one skipping a few things
1: i will say under the waves looked promising I I know that it didn't make a splash. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, love it. Hilarious. I know that it really didn't make that big of a splash with other people, but based on sort of the... um the mystery that it seemed like they were setting up yep. it takes place completely underwater it's a mix of submarine piloting and scuba diving Absolutely. with an unsettling atmosphere
0: see i'm already out yeah yeah i know we've talked about how yeah, we, i don't like i know that's the not a game water. for you
1: i feel like that might be a game for me though because it kind of seemed to imply that like oh it's this researcher and he's down under the water all alone Poor Oh, that's the game we were and making
0: life aquatic yeah. jokes. Yeah. Okay, okay. It I was like, this like one's not aquatic. actually sounding familiar to yeah. me at all.
1: No, but uh, so I feel like that one has promised
0: for me personally. Sure. All right, let's see. Enjoy this other stuff. Other There's stuff. the Raji and This one. is the one that looked like Raji. And, yeah. and in fact, uh, Raji the Ancient Epic, a game we played a couple of years ago on a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Really fun, uh, great platformer. I really thought this was going to be the se- uh, the sequel to it. But it's called Lusfanga the Time Shift Warrior. Uh, it's going to be a new hack and slash game and looks like it's going to be, I mean, it looks fun. It, like, it t-
1: really, like, just imagine that same top-down isometric view right. from the Bastions of the world, from the Raji ancient epics of the world. This is exactly like that kind of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Very fast action, very fluid-looking action, so it looked really interesting.
0: I kind of, I, I am a very, I know we'll talk about more later, uh, I mean, spoiler alert, like, Prince of Persia, the new Prince of Persia game that's going to be coming out. I felt like there was a good showing of 2D side-scrolling platforms again between this, yeah. the Sonic superstars. Like, I kind of feel like this, in that genre, made a showing again this year that hasn't been there in a while, and I'm honestly yeah. here for it. Yeah, you know, Me I mean, too. like or in the blind forest, or, I or in mean, Will the Wisp, great games.
1: Well, I guess we might as well talk about it here since the since the topic has conveniently segued into it. Obviously, none of these announcements across the board from any of these showcases included anything to do. Oh, yeah, included anything to do with Hollow Knight, Silk Song. Yeah, but that's also not necessarily surprising. Back in I think mid May, uh, the marketing director for Silk Song for Team Cherry mm-hmm. uh, did come out on Twitter and officially say, "Hey, uh, you remember that like June twenty twenty four release date back when Microsoft said last year the game will be coming out in twelve months?" Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so so it's been delayed. We really have no idea when it's coming out.
0: Does so? Th- that's the question, though, that I have for you because obviously, like you, put, you're a huge fan of Hollow Knight. Yeah. You're very anxiously looking forward to Silk Song. Does this worry you at all? No. That like we haven't heard anything about it, mm. or you haven't even seen really anything about it? Like, does really, that no. like bother you? Because do you think it's like? Do you th- obviously it's not falling like the games being canceled and falling on hard times. They're just trying to like you know clean it up, get it to yeah, where they want to be. It is just. Feels kind of weird how radio silent they've been. It,
1: it, they've, they've been very quiet about it. Uh, th- it is worth mentioning that Hollow Knight, you know, kind of felt like a very sudden hit that came out of nowhere. Sure. Because it was a Kickstarter game.
0: So, oh, I didn't remember that. Yeah, Hollow That's Knight cool. was a
1: Kickstarter game. So it's like, like okay, well, compared to the previous development cycle that they would have had with Hollow Knight, this is sort of a whole different ball game. of it's not on Kickstarter. It's like a formally funded game. So maybe they just don't really feel like that's necessary, or maybe it's just that they literally do not have the time or the staff to sort of do these big PR updates. We can really only speculate. It's just, it's all speculation. Uh, They did say that the game has gotten bigger than they originally anticipated. Okay, so that's good. Could be a good thing, but you know, we really just won't know until it comes out. Right. So I still have very high hopes for the game. I still think it's probably going to be incredible. It's just a matter of when.
0: Well, because you know my my then follow up to that, or the you know counterpoint, I guess to that is another maybe not expected missing thing. I feel like a broken record every time because I'm just at this point it's a joke for me of just like will we see Beyond Good and Evil two again? No, and like this game, like I feel like you do have cause to worry like i don't know if this one's ever going to come out yeah. because like like uh was shared in our discord and stuff like that the first like announcement trailer for it like i know we all saw that for like beyond very good and evil too for yeah for beyond good and evil too was like in 2008
1: oh yeah it and then it's like we had a huge ago. like the
0: big reveal <laughs> that like had the really big like you know Cinematic, uh, cinematic trailer and everything that showed off that like honestly hooked me. I was like, this world looks crazy, and I want to and I want to do this. And that's why I've like kind of been like, I want to know more about this game. I would like to see this game and see what it's going to be because it, it did hook me initially. Granted, I fell for cinematic trailer. That's my fault. But still. That was 2016. The game was released in 2008. Yeah. Another Ubisoft uh, forward and direct went by with no mention of it at all. Not even a shot of it in any yeah. of their promotional stuff like that I just one. I don't
1: think anybody's working on it. Does I anyone care think at this it's... point? Too? No, I think it's a completely dead project. Yeah. So I don't personally, I don't think anyone at Ubisoft is working on this game. Yeah. I don't think that's a thing. Hmm. I think they took all of those people and said, more Assassin's Creed for those annual releases. Yeah. Chop, chop, get on it.
0: And now Star Wars outlaws, which we'll get to <laughs> in a little bit. Yeah. Well, uh, but so anyway, there were a lot of other games in summer game fest, but I think in the first main like summer game yeah. fest announcement, um, you know, obviously we saw a lot of like mortal Kombat one. I thought that still looks really fun. I know that we've kind of talked about it in mortal Kombat's not your thing, but like yeah. the, the still like the look of it. I like that. It's kind of like a reset, which I'm kind of like, oh man, if I really want to get into it, is this the time? But I still think I'm holding out for Tekken eight for my I'll fighter to
1: save you that money for Tekken. It's gonna be the better game, I guarantee it
0: <laughs> oh, oh another thing that I like shared in our discord when we were watching all of this stuff uh that I just wanted to point out here there are a lot i mean even like I'm even counting like uh the banishers one that the that we were talking about from don't nod there were a lot of like medieval fantasy games in this, yeah like across the board like and, and everything and I'm kind of like guys, branch out we need something else because well, yeah. they're kind of oh because there was this one that Eter- immortals of Avenum or, or something like that that had the guy from never have i ever in it um i don't know any of the words uh, you just it's said it's in here oh i script past it because i didn't really want to talk about it that much it Didn't
1: look that interesting. um
0: okay. yeah it really didn't honestly unfortunately um wow where is it it
1: didn't even make the list it's it's, it's,
0: it's, it's <laughs> did i skip over it way early i must have no I
1: don't
0: no it didn't even make the know. list anyway uh that game and i was just like there just seemed to be a lot of medieval fantasy and i was kind of like okay i
1: will say that along those same lines because it tended to line up with those games but it wasn't just the medieval fantasy ones i am so sick and tired of the marketing trailer trope of the dramatic monologue voiceover of like a character from in-game giving you the dramatic spiel of like, why are you here and we're afraid of you and all that shit and it's just like, fucking shut up. (laughs) Like the dramatic dramatic monologue over the overly dramatic like dire sounding music over the gameplay that just looks like another shooter game. It's like, you're trying to make it seem like there's a story to this game I learned from Anthem. There's not. (laughs) There will not be any story that will really have Uh, an impact in any of the games that have that specific style of trailer. Yeah, yeah. It's like that is now a red flag for me. Of that's not a good game.
0: Well, and and it really is. Like you know, I know I used to be the one I just said I literally was. I was suckered in and and taken by the by the the shiny trailer. And like I do kind of feel that a little bit because there were several games and a lot more games that will actually that we'll talk about here. That, you know, are in the early enough development that they're like, hey, we don't really have much of the game to show if we just want to show this. But still at the same time, it's like these trailers are cool, but I need something a little bit more because I know that this is not what the final game is going to look like, like pe- now.
1: people know, like people have learned that the trailer means nothing. Yeah. You, a trailer alone tells you Almost nothing about a game. Yeah,
0: yeah. well, and but you speaking know, of a trailer, speaking alone, of that a trailer that looks really, looks really cool, but it's the same thing. It's the same thing. And again, we're we're segueing because this felt like a good place to yeah. do this. There were a couple games they still catch your attention because they do like feel like they're promising something new. Yes, but it is just so much we do see so much of what these are, and then like either the final promise not quite come out to be what it is or you know, what you thought it was going to be or whatever you know it just those trailers can sometimes paint a different picture so I'm trying really trying to make myself be more objective about it but that being said South of Midnight (laughs) from the Xbox one we're jumping over to Xbox now so
1: this was like the second game from the yeah it was very quick so just to address Fable because I know that people are super high on Fable I don't think either of us have any feelings about Fable I don't just
0: because I never played the game like I know that they're they're huge I know that people that Fable fans that love the old games and I know that when I want to say it was Line head studio who was working on the new fable game like several years ago and then that studio got canned yeah. so I think a lot of people were like oh no like th- this like new fable is never, never coming out Apparently so it is. it's It's here and we got the first like again like it showed some of the world and stuff like that like kind of how you'll interact but again mostly a uh, cinematic trailer although s- starring Richard Adoie from the IT crowd that was that was okay. a pretty fun touch
1: I really just wanted to bring up fable to be like this is a game where I'm like you know what other fable fans I'm happy for you yeah for me this is not even a blip on the radar well, but for other people yes. it's like I get it good for you but Getting I think a the other game.
0: the other big draw to this one is that it is playground games who if I'm not mistaken playground games usually does uh, a car racing oh um Forza huh. So there is... Really? So, which have been... Which we even saw some of new Forza stuff in the Xbox One. When did
1: they have the time?
0: Oh, Forza, Forza Motorsport. Yeah. So I guess they've branched out. And as part of like some of the new acquisition stuff, that they got handed Fable Maybe as well. so. Fascinating. So interesting to see because like still, Forza... Even oh though, again, the not Forza. our jams at all. <laughs> Mostly, but. I
1: just want to rag on Forza because it was it, it, they they started that trailer with product placement ad spiel from GM, oh yeah. from General Motors, <laughs> and it's like you just get to the game. People do not care about show this. show us. So the ad, like the ad placement marketing aspect of it, was really lame. But I mean, it looks like a sick game. Yeah, looks fun for people that like racers. I'm sure they're really hype about this. But that's
0: what I was saying. Like uh, Horizons, I believe Forza Horizons is the one that is more of like the open world racing game that I know a lot of people are like. Oh, this is new, mm. and so I feel like transferring that over to. Open world action RPG, like oh, I feel like playground Playground games okay. could do a good job of that. So well, I feel like that would be interesting. We to see. will
1: be rooting for them.
0: Um,
1: but more importantly, back to South of Midnight. We oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yes, we did. So South of Midnight, we really don't know much about this game at all, other than obviously the trailer that they displayed. Right. It does, however, have a really interesting look of almost being like claymation. It, the it, art style.
0: I was just thinking about this, too, and, and I would love to know anyone who is in the know and understands what that's actually called, because it's actually. It's it does also somewhat look a lot like the apex legends um cinematic like like cinematic oh, shorts oh
1: yeah and
0: stuff like it, it, you're right very claymation almost style look to kind it like
1: stop motioning, yeah
0: just kind of like with more like not like it, it's still ugh. it's almost like um I would almost say like a mix of the Borderlands in there too, where it's almost that like graphic novel. feel.
1: Yeah, I see what you're saying, but it looked um, really cool. It, does. So it It's basically the trailer was just this girl Hazel talking to what? Maybe it was just my perspective, but what looked like a giant man. I think he was, was he a, giant. I think he okay. was giant. Yeah. So a giant man playing a really cool guitar, like some some sick blues strings, yeah. uh, in what appeared to be the swamp. Because what really gri- grabbed me about South of Midnight is it takes place in the Gothic American South. Oh and gothi- True blood time. Tr- yes, oh, oh my god. Oh. Gothic horror is one of my favorite, I don't read books, but if I did, yeah. <laughs> if I did read books, <laughs> gothic literature would be one of my favorite genres. Yep. So the fact that this really seems like a game steeped in American Southern folklore, that really has my interest. Yeah. It looked very like New Orleans noir, which I am all about. So the setting alone and the art style instantly sold me on this game. Oh, yeah. Which is dangerous. But the plus side is not only is it going to be for the Xbox consoles, it's also going to be for PC. Yes. So even if it never comes to the other consoles, I will at least still have a chance to play it. Right. So that was exciting for me.
0: I actually think everything Xbox announced will be both PC and yeah. uh, Xbox. So fortunately there is that. But then also like we saw later in their in their reveal, uh they're doing the new Xbox Series S. With a one terabyte yeah. for only three hundred and fifty,
1: a reasonable That's price. That's pretty good. Yeah, like so, if we you know price. if you,
0: we needed to go in on the Xbox Series S, <laughs> actually
1: maybe you know just Dude, like, have like a timeshare Xbox. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, you can have it you every can, other day. We
1: have to make a schedule. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, oh boy! But also uh, in the realm of trailers that still don't show us a ton, but like built our excitement. Sinnoh Saga, Hellblade yeah. Two. Like we, it was good to again get an update. Kind of like what we were talking about with Silk Song, like just to get that update. No, they're still working on it because they had kind of gone radio silent on it too. And so it was good to at least know that we're they are targeting release date of 2024. Uh, it looks like again because they showed uh, Melina Jergens. Uh, she. Da, 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 what am I doing?
1: I just wanted to see what the release date for. Uh, s- uh, oh, South, South Midnight. Midnight was, I, don't but think, but I don't think there I don't think we'll anything yet, there,
0: there yet, <laughs> uh, but. Um, yeah, looking for 2024 there, but it was really great. Another uh, showcase of the power of and and everything that they're putting behind yeah. Sinewa's saga, like it looks like it's gonna be gorgeous. Cause what they showed was like captured from in game kind of stuff, yeah. but, like in all that. It looks like it's gonna be great. I was also very excited to see that they're keeping the Furies. And like, yeah.
1: the, did, did you think they, that they were going to get rid of them? I
0: didn't think they were going to get rid of them necessarily, but I did kind of wonder if they would play as big a role. Cause like the first game is so much of Sinewa coming to terms with what's going on in her mind. Yes. I didn't know if they were going to keep it where it's like, okay, it's like, you know, like, she's been to therapy and so, learned to, like, deal <laughs> with the voices in her head a little bit more. So, so I didn't know, like you know, I didn't know if it was going to be that kind of thing.
1: Maybe this was just my reading of the trailer, but it seemed to me like as far as story beats go, I got the feeling from both what the Furies were saying from their little dialogue snippets and from sort of the imagery in Senua's Saga that the point of the game is going to be Senua basically going into her own mind and like interacting with her Furies. Mm -hmm. So I would not be terribly surprised if the Furies wound up being... Characters. Even more like so. if they were NPCs yeah. that she gets to go around and interact with. You know, last time it was all like ancient gods and stuff, sure. and this time it's like, well, she kind of already got like all of that. You know, she she dealt with that. Right. Now she has this other thing of maybe just getting more comfortable with with her cre- her, her understanding that
0: yeah, <laughs> understanding like and using that to her yeah. advantage and stuff like that. But I did love that even in this trailer, you still got that like 3D sound yeah. of the Furies, and it, I even wasn't wearing headphones, and it could still tell like they're by my this year then they're. Is yeah. It was like, oh, Very so cool. good to see that they're still keeping that same feel to the game. Uh, I'll wait. You know what yeah. I mean? Like well, yeah, I'm excited this for this one. one. Like, it's going to be a fantastic game. Uh, let's see. Microsoft actually had quite a so, bit that we were excited about. I'm not going to
1: lie. Microsoft Flight Simulator.
0: D- did that get you?
1: pretty dope.
0: <laughs> I'm here for the Dune crossover. <laughs> I,
1: so, so, yes. So Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024 is coming out. It looks like just an incredibly detailed uh, flight sim oh yeah there were so many different options of the types of craft that you could I like fly I thought you do
0: hot air balloons <laughs> yes. like hell yes like
1: hell yes the one that I want to really-
0: sit at my computer and move literal inches <laughs> While slowly sitting at my desk and be like, Yes. Yes. This is the real thing. This
1: is the real deal.
0: Uh oh, I'm gonna hit a tower <laughs> in Albuquerque.
1: Uh, no, the one that really got me, and this just speaks to the sim, like the inventory manager in me that loves sim sure. games. The one that got me was the helicopter cargo loading. Like that you could be like yeah. a helicopter with like your, your aerial cargo and you have to go put it onto a waterborne craft. I was like, Yes. Let and you know me, you're gonna be dealing with yeah, all the physics that of that. That seems awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I,
0: And also, like another one was crop dusters. So I can't wait to see the streams of just crop dusters.
1: (laughs) awesome. <laughs> I mean, we know from basically just sheer facts and figures from Steam that games like Truck Simulator and Euro Truck oh, Simulator do, incredible. do numbers. So I will not be surprised if Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024 is low key the best-selling game of next year.
0: Yeah, it, it might do some great things. And
1: it's got 2024 in the title, so that game had better not <laughs> be delayed.
0: That would be a shame. That
1: would be a shame.
0: Uh, so let's see, what other stuff we have in Xbox here? You liked this one, 33 or more
1: kind of just wanted to touch on 33 Immortals for two reasons one it is from Thunder Lotus which is the indie development studio that did Spiritfarer Mm. now I had my gripes with Spiritfarer you know that in my review I basically did not recommend it (laughs) but that was after completing the game and spending many hours of fun what really disappointed me about it was the ending right so it was more based on the narrative and the story than the gameplay itself the gameplay itself was pretty fun it was pretty solid, and the artistic stylings were fantastic. I love the the look of it and the feel of it. Thirty Three Immortals is entirely; it's a totally different spiel right. than what they were doing with uh, Spirit Fair, which was more like a cozy sim game. Right. Thirty Three Immortals is the exact pole. It looks balls opposite.
0: to the wall action. It
1: is a massively co-op. I don't want to say massively co-op, but it I is mean, a. 33? Thirty-three player as what a hilarious. Uh, I actually missed that like.
0: until like I was doing my notes again for this recording, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, that makes more sense of the title." So okay, cool.
1: They describe it as a pickup and raid co-op game Ooh. with up to thirty-three players in a raid. So I gather that this game will sort of appeal to the WoW players of the world, sure. in that it's very action-oriented, very raid-oriented, very like dungeon raid kind mm-hmm. of player. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I'm personally not interested in that style of game. Game at all, but maybe it will be a really good co-op game to play with. T- uh, trademark the boys, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like if it's not terribly expensive, if it's got that indie price tag, and the gameplay is fun and the matchmaking is good, maybe it could be a good game to play with your friends
0: for sure. Maybe. Which is kind of what this one, uh, Towerborn, Tower also yes. also kind of like hit that for me. I was like, okay, cool. Creators of Banner Saga, great games there. But then it, it just the same kind of thing was this more of like. Uh, you know, it seemed like you were kind of doing like an RPG almost S game, but kind of, but you know, with friends and just like four friends and, you know, it's like you take your party. It's not like you and three NPCs, it's you and three of your friends. Yeah. And so it's like, that kind of felt really fun. And so I was like, man, that again, like, I don't know if I would do this as much on my own, but like if, if you know, you and like the boys trademark yeah. got the, you know, got the game, like, man, I'd be down to play. Which it try by it out. the
1: way, it is the month of June. And it does specifically say in the description, you play as an ace. Hashtag Pride.
0: Oh, not, I know that's not how the description
1: <laughs> means it, but I just want to say Hashtag Pride. Hashtag Pride.
0: Everyone. All right. Uh let's see. Didn't
1: care about city skylines no. too. Who gives up I'm sure somebody cares, but I don't care at all.
0: Uh Dungeons of Hinterburg looked fun.
1: It looked really interesting from just an art perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Dungeons of Hinterburg looked like it had low key promise
0: looked mm-hmm. good uh, speaking
1: Jusant. of low key promise so Jared oh. and I both looked at Jusant and went rhyme An- another don't nod yeah actually. A- another don't nod but we were both like rhyme is that you like if you squint hard enough it looks like rhyme again <laughs> <laughs> so rhyme came from the Spanish studio Tequila Works and I reviewed that game many years ago it made me bawl my eyes out this is not rhyme <laughs> this it's is new. It's this different. is Jusant, but it does look really interesting in terms of both the art style it kind of has that very like polished but still sort of low-poly look to it to a certain extent. I don't think I would go so far as to call it low-poly, but it's very stylized, we'll say. Very stylized graphics. You get a little creature on your back because in this day and age... Every game has that. to feature a little creature. It's it's just a given, I guess.
0: You gotta have something else to put cosmetic skins on. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you play as this little person that's just sort of climbing all over shit, and you got a little creature on your back that makes plants bloom. This is kind honestly of what I was like bouldering people have their day are <laughs> getting
0: their day in this yeah. game because that's literally what it is. It looks like just like rock yeah. climbing and bouldering kind now of. Now
1: they do describe it as an traversal. adventure puzzle game, which Ooh, that got me. Because that does sound I re- up your alley. You know that I'm all about the excuse me, like action puzzle, yeah. like an action puzzle platformer is really what this. Looked like, and it's a a uh, what's it called? Um, when there's no speaking, dialogueless. Okay. <laughs> it's a dial- read only, a read only. It's a dialogue free, but supposedly narrative driven game. Yeah, which is also exactly what Rhyme was. Rhyme was a like puzzle platforming, uh, narrative driven game that did not have dialogue. And right. I'm like, yeah, but I love that game. Give me that game again. <laughs>
0: All right, let's see what else we got here. There was a naked Uh, man on a beach, and he was very attractive. That was a fantastic trailer for Like a (laughs) Dragon Infinite Wealth. That was a great trailer. We don't
1: care about that series, but it was nice to look at. Yeah. This game. This is the one that I was trying to tell you that I thought looked really cool. So two things. Uh, It's Kunitsugami, Path of the Goddess. There are really only two reasons that I care about this game. One, it reminded me very strongly of Okami, Mm. at least in its setting. And two, the design for the creatures is bonkers.
0: Yeah, they look wild. It
1: had some wild creature designs, which looked really appealing to me. Oh, and three, actually, it's Capcom. And as we've seen recently... Capcom kind of can't miss yeah they have been putting out banger after banger recently so this game really attracted me both from its uh it's setting its aesthetics look at those creatures Ugh. oh god they're so gross but okay yeah so this is cool. not the same
0: kind of playstyle I was thinking it was no. I thought it was another like two a, more of an isometric sc- side scroller no, 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 but no. no this is this is a good yeah. old
1: this is more like a sort of uh, this is like
0: God and God of War like hack it's it's like yeah. hack and slash mixed with monster hunters what it kind of looks yes, like yes
1: it kind of does look like that and Honestly, I think it looks pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, so I'm actually low key pretty hype about Path of the Goddess. We'll, see, we'll yeah. see if it's any good, but I am tentatively excited.
0: Nice. All right, scrolling on down, uh, we'll jump in. We'll save Star Wars Outlaws uh, for Fridious. here in a second for yeah. the when we get into Ubisoft stuff. Um, all right, still wakes the deep. This one again just had a quick little cinematic story trailer, but it looked like it was going to be a.
1: It looked like it was going to be real spooky. So two things to note about Still Wakes the Deep. One, my parents live in coastal Alabama. And when you go to the beach the shoreline excuse me not the shoreline the horizon is full of oh, yeah. oil rigs so from a perspective of like oh man that hits a little too close to home
0: What <laughs> could be, well, could be coming see, out of the ocean and I getting see my mom and
1: papa I, yeah my mom and papa <laughs> <laughs> so, so that, that kind of had the personal the personal effect for me I was like mom dad God. <laughs> so Still Wakes the Deep is a horror it looks like it might be horror survival game yeah. that takes place out on an oil rig mainly the thing that is interesting to me is that it is from from the team that did Everybody's Gone to the Rapture, ah. which was a uh, very narrative driven air quotes, walking sim horror game from many years ago. Right. Now, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture is quite old at this point, but it had a really well done narrative. So that's what draws me to Still Wakes the Deep is that it's those people. And sure. the setting is really creepy. So I, I can't decide if I feel like it's too scary for me or if it feels like I might be able to hack it. It depends.
0: Am I going to have to get in that water? You
1: don't like water. Like That's, <laughs>
0: (laughs) the thing like if I like I will say like I do have I and I even admit it's an irrational fear of sharks and like sure that it's that well I mean I mean in the fact that I live in Austin Texas (laughs) and there's not ocean around me that I can get to easily and fall into and have a shark eat me I mean I can go to the coast and I've gone to the coast multiple times it's fine I enjoy it and have a good time but like the whole thing like if I was out in the open water no 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 and I even like see it's it's like it's even a little bit where it's like if just because I know it, but it, this translates over to video games. If I'm playing a game like far cry, the assassin's creeds where you have to like dive into the water and like go to an underwater treasure and there's sharks around. I'm immediately, I'm fucking nervous. I'm getting clammy hands and I'm just like sitting there on the edge of my seat, just Trying to get out of this section as fast as I possibly can. <laughs> oh, so if man. I wind up in the water in this game, it's game over.
1: It does. It looks. <laughs> you might. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, Still Wakes the Deep looks pretty interesting. Looks nice and spooky. Really, horror fans in general have been winning. Oh, yeah. For, eaten, y- for eaten like good. the past two to three years now. So uh, fingers crossed that Still Wakes the Deep is a good one.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. A couple more things here, real quick. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is getting the DLC Phantom Liberty, which, I mean, Expansion really more than DLC. Yeah. It looks like it's going to be a very big, uh, re, uh, you know, boost to that game. It's going to have Idris Elba in it. Keanu that Reeves is coming me. back. Yeah, that's going. To, so that's going to be really cool. Uh, but here's the thing, though. This game has brought new life to me, in a way. Well, okay. and see, like I haven't even finished Cyberpunk. I dabbled around in Cyberpunk before. Some game came out that drew my attention away, and I haven't gone back to it yet might not. oops doodles Maybe
1: Cult of the Lamb? I feel like that was a while ago that you were still playing Maybe Cyberpunk. Maybe it was.
0: Mm-hmm. But what it is, is this game has vindicated me, has released me from the bonds of my terrible PSN name. <laughs> For those of yeah, you who have not right. who have not heard this on, or seen my username, oh my, my God. username on the PlayStation Network and therefore everywhere else is uh, Dogtown Warrior, and so go friend name. me, go friend <laughs> me. Uh, but People yes, terrible name, name because, say, no. <laughs> because a I'm terrible at picking names like this. You remember you were there when we had to uh, pick the name for this show. It was oh, a lot. It was a, it was. <laughs> and so, uh, but no. So in the fit of panic, when I was setting up my PlayStation network and stuff name i happen to be watching the movie lords of dogtown with sam which as you know is a skateboarding movie have i skateboarded ever hell no but did i was like you know what sounds really cool together dogtown warrior which makes it seem like i just shred sick ramps whatever you do in skateboarding (laughs) kick flips yell tony hawk do an (laughs) ollie and so like yeah it makes absolutely Zero goddamn sense. It's so not you. It's so not me. It makes no sense. But now, Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty is sending you to. Dogtown. It's, it's an finally going to make a little bit and more and it's going to make a lot of sense because you do oh a lot God, of fighting right. in Cyberpunk, so you're going to do a lot of fighting in Dogtown. So therefore, you can be Cheating. a Dogtown warrior. You
1: know that somebody <laughs> logged on like the day they released this trailer. I was like, like I'm going to update username. my PSN, only to find that it was already taken. <laughs> the fool. <laughs>
0: So anyway, uh, yeah, oh that's pretty God. exciting. Cyberpunk, <laughs> and I can finally be free I, and be like it makes sense. I've played Cyberpunk. So there we go. Oh, oh man. My God. Good times. Oh, uh, you did
1: lightly touch on the Dune crossover with yeah. the Microsoft flight simulator. Not gonna lie, that looks a dope as hell. It does. <laughs> I'm already hype about the flight simulator. And the Dune Dragonfly thingy, oh, so whatever cool. they call it, the Dragonthopter, I don't
0: know. It looks pretty awesome. So 10 out of 10 there. It really does. Uh, Overwatch 2 is getting s- and some story missions, which I think will be cool. A new co-op experience. See, like, so how does this make you feel? Being that we just had the big PvE event thing yeah. canceled, this showing they've still got more in... in- in store for Overwatch 2, but does that redeem it to you, or are you going to have to wait and see? To
1: a certain extent, this kind of felt like damage control, mm. like PR damage control, because they did mention when they came out with the announcement that they were officially, that they already had for a long time since, officially ca- ca- canceled the full standalone PvE campaign right. experience. They were like, wait, 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 guys, no, 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 we're still going to have more PvE missions. This is clearly the first of those rollouts. Right. I will just wait and see what it really is, because... Because obviously it was like a co-op mission, you against the environment, right. that all seems well and good. We'll really just have to see if it's, m- really, it's not a matter of will it be fun, because the past PV uh, modes have been fun. Right. It's a matter of, does it warrant the two in Overwatch 2? <laughs> <laughs> so really it's just trying to live up to the purpose of a sequel. Sure. Which is a very ambiguous goal. Mm-hmm. And it's extremely subjective. So that's, it's just going to depend. Um, I will say that I am excited about the other announcements that came out alongside this, which was new maps. Yeah. So I'm excited about new app, new maps. There's going to be more new characters, which I will not be able to play until they eventually uh, pass their season, and then they become free <laughs> because I'm not paying <laughs> for any of this. <laughs> uh, but it did seem like, okay, great, more content. I'm right. excited about that. So I won't say no to more, more Overwatch.
0: Uh, and I think the really the last one out of here that I was like kind of excited about too, or interested to see more of, was Avowed, the new RPG from Obsidian. Uh, that I, looks kind of cool. It looks cool, but I also yeah. couldn't tell at first if it was like it. And I almost asked in the chat, like, is this an Elder Scrolls remake or a remaster? Because it like it kind of like it looked like an older one, like but like not in a bad way, but just like it kind of seemed like that's what it was. So it like,
1: actually really reminded me of Dragon Age.
0: Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah I was yeah, like, yeah, is yeah. this
1: new Dragon Age? At first, that's what I really thought it was, uh, but it wasn't. It was Avowed. Um, mostly, I just that their logo is really cool it is a cool logo a dumb thing to me i just think the colors are I mean, really cool nice. logos are cool <laughs> yeah i just like the logo i have really truly no feelings about the yeah. game it looks kind of cool it looks kind of like uh, dragon's inquisition yep. what did i just yeah. say Yeah, dragon age dragon age, yeah, dragon yes. age inquisition. <laughs> You're right. it looks kind of like dragon age it looks kind of like whatever the hell game you just said
0: i don't remember that was no we, have, we don't remember <laughs> but you get the idea people uh, oh, and then also that game Clockwork Revolution, which looked like Bioshock. Literally, everybody
1: nuts. in both our chat and on the YouTube chat were like Bioshock. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> so be keeping an eye out on that one too. Uh, so the big one from Xbox that we will touch on a little bit here uh, is obviously Starfield.
1: Yep. Starfield. Um,
0: and I will say, after seeing the direct, which I honestly at first was kind of like, I don't know if I want to watch because I was kind of like, I don't think Starfield's for me because okay. at, er, on its outset because everything that I had seen from it I, I've also had a really hard time getting into Bethesda's RPGs I will just
1: say I mean we both didn't like Skyrim
0: yeah we and, both I, and I tried Fallout 3 and yeah. didn't really get into it uh so you know this though does feel different w- in a lot of ways and it doesn't And it like it obviously is still a Bethesda game in like how like when you're talking to an NPC and like the dialogue options that all looks very much Bethesda the things I was very excited to see though that were different that made me be like oh maybe I will like this more is the combat is more fluid. Yes. And they did oh, specifically well. mention that saying like we've, we've, uh, you know, increased its smoothness. It's, it's feel is better. It won't be, they even, I want to say they even said something about it, it won't feel at, not clunky, but like it'll, it just will be a smoother experience. And even showing it where you're like using a jetpack, to like jump around, it looks more of like what you would expect from, from a big open world uh, exploration game like that, similar to well, now of course I'm completely blanking on it, but just like I don't know the more fast paced action, it, I always had a terrible time aiming and stuff like that. And Fallout, in, and that was honestly one of the big things. It's like every every fight I was dying because yeah. it just felt so different than any than the other open world games that I was used to playing, uh, shooters, melee based systems, what what have you. So that was a really big thing, and a real, and I was kind of like, oh. Okay, that makes me feel a little better about it. Honestly, too, the more realistic graphics uh, are selling me on it too. Other than as opposed to like the No Man's Sky. Yeah. Not saying because like I still think these games hold a lot of similarity. It like it, I feel like it might have been you even in our chat on Discord when we were watching it, being like, "This is, looks like what No Man's Sky was trying to was like no, trying that to be." Somebody else. Somebody else. Had, okay, I can't remember who that was. Sorry, I apologize. it Was Fuchsia? Uh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think Bisha. she's played No Man's Sky. Yeah. Uh, and so not, not saying that no man's sky is a bad game, obviously very held in very high regard. Now
1: I just think it with, just didn't catch you. It didn't
0: catch my interest because again, in, but the overall big detractor for this that I still think is very big and why I'm, this game might not be for me is it just feels like there's a lot to do. I'm going to get overwhelmed. It did
1: seem pretty overwhelming. There's a
0: lot of stuff they just from like kept systems naming
1: stuff. And I was like, slow down. Mechanics, whoa.
0: perks, like you get a base build. Well, I guess you is there base building as well as starship building or is it just starship building? I'm not entirely sure because I kind
1: of got the gist that your ship sort of was your base. I think you're right. Um,
0: which, but though, but then at one hand, I was like, "But that's fucking cool because, like, what they said is you you design and build out your whole ship, and then it's right there in front of you, they and you get like, to see it." And I'm kind of like, "Damn, that's cool." Somebody they they showed one of the examples was like kind of a janky looking
1: Gundam, and I was yeah. like, "That's hilarious." I know. So like, you know,
0: it's got a lot of. I can see, oh, oh but what, my point, which what I was saying with the realistic graphics is. I think to some extent with these more open world games and stuff like this because I also I also wonder if this is maybe why another reason I didn't get into as much with uh, Breath of the Wild. And this might sound very hard to explain and might not make sense but I feel like I can get lost in a bigger open world like this the more realistic it feels. Mm, if, if that makes sense. Not saying that other games that do that and I don't enjoy other games that do that or I don't like their art style. It's just like for this one I don't know. Like I kind of want to it puts me in it more. You
1: need that level of immersion. I think so. That's fine.
0: And so and so, seeing that with Starfield, that it is going to be this, like beautiful, ultra realistic looking graphics, stuff like that. Like I was kind of like with, especially, it didn't mean as much to me, but like how they were talking about it, how they were using it to like, you know, each planet would have its own like day and night cycle based on like where the stars were. In the Like it was a lot of like technical stuff, but I was still like, that's going to look cool. So yeah. it, I can see I am more bought into it than I was when it first when we first started hearing about it?
1: I am I am too, but for different reasons. Okay. So I will say that I still feel like I'm totally in agreement that it seems a little much. Just a lot. It seems a little overwhelming, and honestly, that is kind of a, a negative selling point for me. But the thing that attracted me to this game, as opposed to Skyrim or... Um, well, sort of Skyrim to an extent. Skyrim's just so fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> so, more so than Skyrim and really m- more Fallout. Yeah. So Fallout has never appealed to me, both from its setting and from its gameplay. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, so I'm specifically referring to Fallout when I say this is I've never really felt like Fallout truly encouraged a wide diversity of playstyles. Sure whereas I really liked all of the different ways that they showcased to approach any given situation because like the jackpot gunfire sure that looked really cool but that's not really me sure <laughs> and if I want to be per- stealthy I want to be stealthy or personally I don't I also don't like to aim <laughs> no aim no brain yeah. punch main and there was the one guy from the direct that was like no I made a punch man yeah. and he's just going around bopping people right left and center with sick punches and I was like yes yeah I want to be the punch man or the stealth man. Those are the two options. Stealth first, if caught, punch way out. (laughs) (laughs) So I like that they showed off a really, uh, what seemed to be a good diversity of play styles. And the other thing that kind of attracted me were more of those Deeper, really D&D style RPG elements. They were really harping on the backstory elements that you could give to your character and how that could wind up helping or hurting you in other encounters throughout the universe. I thought that was really cool. I just kind of really liked the depth that you could go in for your own customized play style. So I think it, obviously, I think it has tons of potential, Personally, I would caution everyone: don't pre-order it. Well,
0: yeah, don't do
1: it because we just don't. Bethesda
0: I, does have a rough. I have tracker.
1: no faith. I, I will. I will put the bar as low as I possibly can. I truly have no faith that best, that, that modern Bethesda can launch a functioning game. Yeah. So I would say, don't pre-order it. Wait. To for launch day wait for that day one patch that we all know is going to be there see how broken it is <laughs> and then if it's not if it seems like it might actually be a good game yeah go out and buy yeah. it but I would just say we many people have been burned before specifically by Bethesda in the marketing department yep. don't believe Papa Todd's lies <laughs> He's he's the world's greatest liar. It might be incredible. It might be the most polished, incredible RPG of the entire generation, and then some. And people will be talking about it for a thousand years. It might also be another Fallout seventy six. Yeah, we just don't know. No valid point. <laughs> we valid we point. truly don't know. So I I, I am on the fin- I am on the firm line of wait and see. Don't pre order it. Yeah. Just wait and see. You know. <laughs>
0: But no, I think it's been interesting. Like I said, more bought into it. I also think, and I think this is an opinion that's been shared by a lot of other outlets and stuff like that too. Uh, I feel like like. Starfield is like the big exclusive that yeah, Xbox that's the needs, big exclusive. and so it needs to be good. It, it, it comes out September to sixth too, which is earlier than I thought. I, I thought was, it wasn't until December. I was a little worried about that. I was like, "Whoa, September sixth of this year!" But also, <laughs> like that—that that makes sense to me from what they showed and the in depth that they went it on this game. It dumb. looked like it's—it's yeah. it's there and they're ready to show this off. So I think, I think that's fine. I think that is a date, but I just think like because outside of this the other big games the fables the souths of midnights stuff like that that none people saw none of them have release dates so you know i know xbox has been doing a lot to build the big gamer ecosphere like with xbox game pass and all of its other offerings that we've talked about before but we're still talking about the same problem that we've had with xbox uh, showcase for a long time you need to have a game to exclusives. make people want to flock to your yeah. to your system so I mean um, honestly
1: The ones that'll get me Are the Senua's Sagas Yeah And the South of Midnight Oh yeah Because those look like games That I'm like Yes I And, and the And the Jusants. Yeah Take me back to Shelby's Island <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's just that You know like Halo Infinite was supposed to be A big thing And it just kind of fizzled Yeah You know I mean, So it's we've, like We've seen just... it
1: before Except for Microsoft Flight Simulator 2024 That game is clearly going to be Incredible 10 of 10, ten, on ten, ten You know what I mean ten. God Jared You have the kind of desk set up Where you could oh get like The uh, you could really build it out. I should. Ah, oh, chair, that would be so fun. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, we'll... think we'll of the agriculture. <laughs> I, that's all I want to do. I just want to crop dust.
1: I just want to haul cargo and do agriculture.
0: <laughs> I just want to help the farmers out, you know. Uh, so, okay, oh, a couple more quick showcases that we'll run through because I think that was everything in Xbox. Yeah, that, that, we that we was to all to the at. big stuff. Uh, and honestly, our bigger picks were from those two. Yeah. Uh, we do just have a couple more f- follow-ups. Little
1: shout-outs. Uh, little
0: shout-outs. One, I want to give a shout-out. Not necessarily the game showed off, even though there were there was the wizard with a gun that looks fun it looks like a like a mix of like bastion and um oh man i can't remember what hades. i was comparing it, yeah It looked like, like bastion hades, to me. hades uh oh weird west it's like a combination yes. of that because it's like it, the game style of like bastion and hades isometric top down like action rpg but then also with this uh the kind of like this Old West setting, which I think looks kind of fun, with like mythology and stuff. So it looks like it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. But the Devolver showcase, oh my the God. showcase was the star. The
1: showcase itself was so not only Devolver in that it's like weird
0: they brought they you- created an entire fake video gaming mascot from the 80s Volvi
1: called Volvi yep and
0: they were like celebrating this as his return and I thought like oh sorry sorry for that. no no, no oh, go ahead go ahead no but it was just like that was so creative because I love that's how they did this they don't have you know uh, Devolver is a relatively small publisher getting bigger by the year but but they still mainly publish indies for right the most part. and not have a ton ready it's not like the Xboxes and all that stuff who have like sh- Shitloads of games ready to play. Yeah, they've got like five. So maybe they just ten. they went balls to the wall with this, and it was oh, so great. Do. Introducing this new version of Volvi, who's this AI powered robot, and I love that it was also like just jabs at AI, just digging at AI uh, so hard. But like, if you have thirty minutes, go watch it. Oh my god, it's... because the whole premise is vol- This new version of Volvi can like create a game from a prompt, and so like somebody gives a prompt to Volvi, and then they showed the trailer for the yeah. for the games, which I thought was just. An, an, Incredibly impressive what and a, smart a way. Fun idea. And fun way to showcase, uh, to do a showcase. So, but Devolver obviously kills it It's again.
1: Devolver, so things with Volvi. Do not go Do not the way that they, well. yeah, they don't go well. So in typical Devolver style, things just—you might even say—devolve into chaos. It's a
0: very
1: accurate <laughs> it, it's, statement. It's a really good show. Just go watch it for the sheer entertainment factor of it. With Wizard with a Wizard with a gun did look really fun. I have to say, the sort of dark horse that I really didn't see coming, uh-huh. but that I've seen at least one other teaser trailer for, maybe a couple of weeks ago. The Talos Principle oh, is getting yeah, yeah, a yeah. sequel, which Talos Principle is a really well-liked sort of underground not necessarily underground but not super mainstream difficult puzzle game it looks like mist yes it's very much a la mist in that it's very um not handholdy environment or p- environmental environmental puzzle i'm out but it looked like it had a <laughs> lot of really interesting philosophical philosophical questions about like robots and super advanced ai and robots mimicking humanity and why do they do that so it seems like it has some pretty interesting story beats I might even play it. Who yeah,
0: knows? Who knows? We'll give it a shot. Uh, but yeah, so that was really the big thing. They only announced like four games. Yeah. So like, uh, so <laughs> I go will check out the that Baby Steps one. Looks fucking baby weird. Baby
1: Steps looked so weird. <laughs> it's
0: literally that old game where it's like the the Track Runner that was like one of the very first games where you just yeah. use W A S D to like move the the legs and stuff. It looks like that, but it's oh, just like a modern take. Man, it looks bonkers yeah. but weird. Um,
1: Devolver, you keep being you, man. For real, I love yeah. Devolver. Never change. Um,
0: but. The ingenuity and the impressiveness of how creative their uh, showcase was was in stark contrast. Truly,
1: they just dunk on everyone around. Them. It, but in stark
0: contrast to the Ubisoft oh, one today, boy. Uh, this one was earlier today actually, and again. There was a lot... This one was just a weird feel because it really felt like I think everyone in the audience was Ubisoft employees. So all these announcements... There was like no fanfare from the crowd every time they revealed something because I think they all knew this already. It's what it felt like because they really would be like... People would be coming out and like they they had... It was awesome in that they had the game directors and, and producers and stuff come out to actually introduce that it wasn't just one set host who did everything. But... They would come out and like talk about it, and obviously, if this is your game, this is your baby, you won't be excited. And they'd like say things about it to a dead silent room.
1: Oh, that's terrible.
0: It was a little rough.
1: I'm glad Um, I wasn't watching it. That's so crazy. There was a little bit of
0: secondhand cringe there and and awkwardness. But still, that aside, there were some good things shown out of the, Ubi- and the Ubisoft And one of these Forward. is
1: a game that you are extremely
0: the hyped about. The number one game yeah. that I've seen come out of this uh, Summer far. Games Fest f- so far, which is Star Wars Outlaws. We've yeah. uh, we alluded to it before. Uh, this was the game, I want to say it was last year, maybe mid-last year, that it was announced that Ubisoft was going to be getting a Star Wars title, which was a big deal because now they're, you know we're getting one from Ubisoft. We're also getting one from uh, the, oh, I'm blanking, but they uh, Detroit Become Human Studio.
1: Oh, uh, I know you're talking. You keep talking. I'll
0: look it up. Uh, But anyway, they're doing a game as well. That's Star Wars Eclipse. But we finally got the look at Ubisoft's, which is Star Wars Outlaws. And this is going to be, like, granted. Do you have to take it with a grain of salt? Because, like... uh, Quantic Dream. Quantic Dream. Yes. Uh, And so you do have to kind of, you know, have a little bit of worry with Ubisoft and their open worlds. Because, like, Assassin's Creed Valhalla was... It was a fun game but oh my god like so much blur little like the story was all over the place so i i do have a little bit of uh trepidation trepidation about hesitation t- hesitation and trepidation.
1: trepidation you know just smash them together <laughs> why not
0: has a trepidation about the about the the uh like maybe the story of this game but this is going to be the first open world star wars game which is fucking exciting <laughs> like the, just the amount of like travel that you're going to get to have and places that you're going to get to look out over the galaxy and go do it's going to be great i also am looking forward to the fact that it doesn't at this time seem like it's going to be a jedi focused uh story yeah, the, the, I like that, that you're going to have someone who again that could be revealed that the main character whose name is uh whoa get back there. Carly
1: Rae Jepson.
0: <laughs> Kves. <laughs> close. I was
1: close. Damn it. <laughs> uh,
0: your main character Kves who is a thief. I honestly thought at first when the trailer started that it was going to be the character Dr. Af- Afra who is like an archaeologist in Star oh. Wars world and like te- she teams up with Vader a lot and stuff. So I was kind of like a way I was kind of like is it Dr. Afra? But then it wasn't. It's it's Kves and she is a thief. Who becomes a wanted outlaw? So this to me also feels like is this the new take on what Star Wars thirteen thirteen was gonna be, mm. which was the game that was gonna be focused on Coruscant's underworld. Now this is like focused on the galaxy's underworld because you've got the Pike Syndicates. I'm sure you'll run into other uh, syndicates like Black Sun, Crimson Dawn. Who knows what you'll run into in this game? That's exciting. It also takes place in Empire Strikes Back between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi in the in the timeline. So again, a a you know what that's. Probably my favorite timeline still is the original trilogy. So that's very fun to see. Uh, but Mostly like
1: the thing that caught me is that I do think that her little creature companion, oh, Nyx? one of the cuter cute. creature companions. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm on board with that little critter. Very
0: cute. Uh And so we did see some gameplay from that today after the trailer was revealed yesterday. Uh And it just looks it looks pretty. It's going to be with their new sh- with their uh new Engine that they're that they're using for it, so it just looked incredible. You went seamlessly from like just open exploration into a story. Uh, you know, out you escape from that story just by like getting on a vehicle and running away. You know, typical like open world things. You just you know outrun the boundary, but then you were able to go to your spaceship just right up into space like all seamlessly to with space yeah. combat 2 that's and ground nice. combat yeah. oh my god there's gonna be so much this
1: the the ground to space transition I do <sighs> think that that seems pretty sick that's
0: pretty sick yeah so I mean it, granted it's early we did I, I love that we did get to see some gameplay forward already with the announcement trailer Yeah, that's pretty that's surprising. great. That, you in know, this
1: day and age, we've seen that that's kind of rare. Well, and see, and that
0: allows me to get hyped over the cinematic trailer because the cinematic trailer was great too because yep. they gave me gameplay to back it up. And yep, now I yep. can be like, yeah, this matches. Yep. I'm 100% in. So uh, it's going to be great. It's coming out for all platforms, even though it was originally announced on the Xbox showcase. It mm. will be on Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5, Down there. But Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 5, and PC coming out. 2024 Exciting. so uh that's I was also be
1: pretty great. shocked that it's apparently coming out in
0: 2024 i'm gonna put it it's gonna be probably I'm gonna, gonna, say gonna say get september. at least one delay i'm saying a oh, september october okay. release next i'm year.
1: gonna go ahead and say one delay february 2025
0: Ooh, prediction okay i'm saying okay so i say september october you're saying uh okay, february i'll, pick, 2025. I'll pick a month i'll say i'll say october okay okay there we go
1: we'll see you.
0: we'll see we'll see
1: watch it come out in january of next year and
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're like whoa I, I, i'd be so i would be i'd be thrilled <laughs> Uh, we also got some more updates on Assassin's Creed Mirage, which, again, very excited for because this one, I know Valhalla, they kind of touted as this is kind of going to have some things that go back to the OGs. And while there were some of that, it still felt like more of the one of the more modern takes on it. They Again, we got gameplay to back it up. This does look like OG Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Mirage. I mean, Assassin's Creed the first one took place in Damascus and stuff like that. This place one takes place in Baghdad, Mm. and you're uh, playing as Basim, who was in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So it's kind of like his origin story. Um, But even from just like,
1: mm -hmm. so it's kind of like a a jump back
0: to see like how he gets into the Assassin Order and stuff like that. Um, But even from just like parkour along the buildings, obviously the setting was very reminiscent due to it's all being in the Middle East of. Uh, Assassin's Creed one, but like even getting into like traversing the town and dropping into the bureau from the roof with uh different things like that. Even the assassinations are back and seem to be more of not where it's not like your targets weren't necessarily big bosses, which is how it felt like in the more recent games where it's like you could go assassinate them, but they were like the big targets. These felt like more just like everyday random people you'd have to sometimes take out, but it brings back that one hit assassination that makes From the OG games that was like really miss has been missing as they veer to bigger combat uh, techniques and and systems and stuff. So I'm very here for Assassin's Creed Mirage. It's coming out October 12th. So that's going to be really fun. Uh, They also showed off an Assassin's Creed VR, Assassin's Creed Nexus. Also a quick brief look at Assassin's Creed Jade, which is like a mobile game uh, for it taking place in ancient china so
1: i am very sus about
0: that i am too i'm not very into it it's um, probably
1: just going to be a hero collector gotcha game i mean probably. who knows maybe it won't be but most of them are
0: um and i know we've talked about some 2d side scrolls that we're excited about and we talked about it earlier too prince of persia lost crown kind of looks like that will be very fun
1: that actually looked really fun that looked like a pretty awesome 2d side 2d side scrolling action game
0: from the the yeah. art the, and the combat itself i really like the time manipulation stuff yeah, that looks cool too cool. so i think that's going to be a really fun to see that comes out in January of next year um, the last thing really in the oh, two things one we got a, yet another look trailer at fucking skull and bones but yet still Why? no idea what the fuck this game is um, and or, or what it's gonna be but there is an open beta coming out on twenty or a closed beta, sorry, August 25th and 28th. I I'll mean, try I, it out, but like I at this point, I have really lost interest for this game. I
1: guess it's nice that they're moving on to a closed beta finally, but still, yeah. I think most people would agree that they uh, have concerns.
0: A little bit. We'll yeah. see how it is. I, 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 I'm curious, so I'll try it out, but at this point, I have kind of lost interest. Yeah. Uh, the one thing about the, the last thing from the Ubisoft one, uh, before we wrap this up, is that... I got so hyped, and they did the biggest switcheroo on me. Did they get you? They did because they transitioned to a new game, and I heard the opening beats, notes of this Far Cry Three Blood Dragon, uh, like standalone stand game that like came out for it. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Which are they remastering? It did. It was like the whole setting of that one was crazy because it was like this eighties future sci-fi vibe, like with you know. Fucking dinosaurs, like robot dinosaurs and stuff. It was crazy. Super fun, though. And so I was like, holy shit, are we getting a, a sequel to that or possibly a remaster? No, neither. We're getting a fucking anime on Netflix. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> I mean, I'll watch it. Oh sure. Boy. I'll try it out. But it looks a little weird because it's like mixing a whole lot of like Ubisoft properties in one. Like one of your companions, like a frog with the Assassin's Creed cloak on. I don't fucking know. But it looks a little oh crazy. Boy. I'll check it out. But I really thought we were getting a Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon no, again, really and not. we're not so that was a bummer
1: well but anyway
0: (laughs) when some you lose some (laughs) can't have them all i guess oh boy But i really think that that covers i think i mean
1: that pretty much covers all of our main bases and that's saying a lot because we can't we talked about a lot lot. and there's a lot we
0: didn't talk about i mean
1: there's more that we weren't able to cover or that we frankly just did not have interest in yeah uh so yeah there's so much coming out that it's kind of it, it boggles the mind. Almost. It does. Oh, and I know we're not
0: completely out of Summer Games Fest either, so two, like there will be a few more things, I'm sure, for us to talk about. Two
1: tiny little things that I did want to touch on from the much less hyped... Oh, wholesome, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Just two from the Wholesome Direct. So this was sort of like the cozy gaming direct that they did Saturday morning, which had, I'll say it, too many games. Oh. There were 80 of them. 80? Too many games. Now For to, one showcase? Now, to be fair, they are all very small indie games, but still... But still Too many. That's a lot. You need to trim that fat, wholesome direct, but the two that I was personally the most excited about, Minako's Night Market, which has been supposedly coming out for what feels like a decade now. It hasn't actually been that long, but it's been a while. Finally got a real release date. It is coming out September 26th of this year on Switch and PC. Very cool. Minako's Night Market may not be a day one purchase for me, but it's probably going to be like within the month that it comes out because it seems like It's completely up my alley. It looks like just a fun, cozy sort of life slash city city simulator. More like Life Simulator. Uh, It looks fantastic. Another one that I've been following on Twitter for a long ass time, Fields of Mystria. Fields of Mystria is very much in line with the Stardew Valleys of the world. So more like a life and farming sim. Fields of Mystria, which has an... uh, a soundtrack from Undertale's Toby Fox. So the soundtrack is gonna slap, Uh, is getting a, finally got a 2024 release date window. So who knows when it's actually gonna come out, if it even does come out in 2024, you know, barring any delays. But I feel like that's one of my personal, really promising life sim games that I've really got my eye on. Uh, I I always keep up with what the developers are doing over on Twitter, so very hyped to see that it's supposedly maybe coming out next year.
0: Hell yeah. Fields
1: of Mystria, Minako's Night Market, both look like very fun cute indie games
0: very nice so i know we've talked about a lot i know there's a lot that we have thrown but do you have like the number one favorite from this i mean mine's easy yours is easy (laughs) star wars i feel
1: like mine really isn't as easy uh truly i was the most intrigued by uh south of midnight Mm -hmm. and um i want to say eustace justan Oh, what, ju- did, the, 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 what the, did we decide? It's yeah, called. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, the just the name at has
1: already escaped me. Rhyme 2.0. Me. <laughs> Rhyme 2.0. Uh, what is it
0: fucking called? Uh, Juissant. There okay. we go. Excuse me. Uh, yes, Juissant
1: yes, yes, yes. and South of Midnight were the two that particularly grabbed me as being those seem like they are the most up my alley. Yeah. Oh, and Vampire 2, but it's not. That one
0: does look good too. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of great stuff coming out. Uh, obviously, you know, we are in the midst of it still. I think there are still a few more like I know a Capcom Direct, I think, might have been actually, maybe it's going on now. Mm. But uh, in a few other things, Ooh, so if there's going to be an, else.
1: I will be keeping my eyes peeled on the Anaperna
0: Direct, oh, which is going to happen a little one. bit
1: later because uh, most people forgot about this. But that's where they originally, originally announced Neon White.
0: I saw that in their like yes. in their little uh, ne- montage.
1: The the Anapurna interactive predated when other people were talking about neon white, and nice. I was the only one going, "Hey, did everybody see this." That cool looks game? cool. And then everybody was like, "What?" And then somebody <laughs> else did, and I was like, "You fools! <laughs> if only you had watched the Annapurna direct." <laughs> so very excited about that one.
0: So yeah, so uh, so we'll be th- sharing other updates of other cool announcements that we see as we go. We just had to get like, if we did it all in one episode, my God, oh we'd my be God. here for hours. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, we're already but, tired. Uh, Let us know, though, if any of these games are or one that we didn't mention were really jumped out to you as like, oh, this is my favorite. This is one I'm really excited to play. We would love to hear from you. And you can do that by emailing us at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com, jumping on our Discord, talking about it with us there. We'd love to see you there. And you can also talk about it with us in the comments on YouTube, wherever you're listening to or watching the show. So let us know. We'd love to hear from you and hear about what great games you're looking forward to. But I think with that... That wraps up this episode of Team Chat Podcast, our uh, recap of Summer Games Fest Part 1, I guess. But anyway, we'll come back, give you more updates as we have them. But until next time, everybody, I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right, Rachel Mogan. Peace out. We'll see you all next time.